Lower Your Volume contains sometimes graphic and often explicit content. That being said, some episodes are not for everybody, so listener discretion is advised. And as always, spoilers ahead. Nicole Basio. <laughs> <laughs> she said, I'm trying something new. Um, I'm Madison Fry. <laughs> and this is. <laughs> Lower your volume. What the fuck? I'm done. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, go on. By all means, continue. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to. Do it. We are you continue a... and I'll put on my green glasses. It'll be like alternate dimension us. Okay. Oh, wait. I have green glasses too. Hold on. <laughs> should, we be, should it be a green glasses day? Oh my God. These are dirty as fuck. Hold, Hold on. on. These are not, these aren't prescriptions. Mine are um just, just blue light. Hold <laughs> you on. You can't be blind. I know your, I know your prescription. You can't just wear those, Nicole. I need you to be able to make out my facial expressions. So should I get my contacts on real quick? <laughs> Okay, sorry, mom. I'm also. I'm also okay, gonna hold take, on. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put my my wire frames back. Does this on work? Anyway. Can I wear them like this? I mean, do you, queen? No, I'm kidding. Okay, we are a literary <laughs> podcast where we chat about books and talk way too loudly. <laughs> um, I okay, promise I got, to sing in song for the rest. I promise. I got words this week. I have so much going on in my life. First you of do. all had a very romantic dream about Benedict Bridgerton and it's made me feel things I didn't see coming. Well, that's good because I honestly have no sexual attraction to him as of I, right now. Neither did I <laughs> until this moment. Listen, listen, listen. I had a dream earlier this week. I won't lie. Callie was also there. It was not a sexual dream. Do not worry. Okay. It was like a dream. Callie and I were at dinner and he was like a server, but not. It almost was like dinner theater with the cast of Bridgerton. Like, wow, how great would that be? Though? Wouldn't that be incredible? Apparently, like half of them can sing. Um, That's not surprising if we're being completely right. honest. I mean, I feel like most British actors, because they all are like... Anyway, they do whatever. a lot of theater, and I think the theater right, programs right. that they're in do a lot of singing. I feel like they do a lot more th- live theater before we they do. do yeah television and film than we do for sure totally for sure for because sure. i feel like every british actor you hear of is like been in like henry the eighth henry the fifth they've I mean. all been in some shakespeare rendition henry the fifth not henry the eighth isn't there an eighth too though hold on there is a henry the eighth he is in fact yeah the, we've, the, we've done this before he has you know what he has six wives <laughs> on hand <laughs> henry the eighth has six wives yes. in fact i saw Divorce, beheaded, died. this weekend Divorced, beheaded, survived. Um, so yeah, that was really jarring. Um, I'm not like necessarily mad about it because And it was him the actor, right? Yeah, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. It was so it, was it wasn't so... just someone random in your head that looked kind of like Benedict Bridgerton, <laughs> no, but like was there. Fact, what's his name? Luke Luke something. I thought Luke was the one that plays Colin. Hold on, hold on cast of Bridgerton. Like Luke Newton, maybe? 
Maybe. Unless, unless, shocking, they could both be named Luke. I wouldn't put that past the Brits. No, me either. Okay, let's see. Um, uh, Bridgerton cast. It was like, okay, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know why my brain works like this. When you have dreams about people, can you, like, literally feel the physical presence? Like, if somebody yeah. hugs you, like, it feels like they are literally, like, or, like, put yeah, their I've face had sex towards yours. Dreams. I've had sex dreams where, like, I feel like That's I've nice. legit had sex. I literally... <laughs> This like I <laughs> is it a wet dream? Wait a minute, just have, every time I have one of those really vivid dreams about like people, and I can like feel like the physical touch. It is jarring and also deeply. Have deeply you never had harmful. a sex dream? Mm-mm. I only have romantic dreams. Must be like, nice. One time I got really close with that one redheaded British actor. Damien Lewis. I had like, it was like vampire pride and prejudice adjacent. <laughs> I don't know why he was the object. He bit my neck. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> he's out of not cu- hot. Out of curiosity. Yeah. If you could have a sex dream of anyone, who would it be? Adam Driver, 10 out of 10. Right. No, no thought needed. No thought needed. Oh my God. He's just like, <clears throat> wait a minute um henry cavill has definitely been in mine before yeah i don't i i like adam driver's weird face i know you do okay so wait wait the british actor i gotta i gotta give them the creds because truly i was enamored i think it's because i've been watching so many of the bridgerton experience tiktoks sure and it kind of was giving that same like wisteria from the ceiling vibe sure luke thompson is benedict and okay. Luke Newton is Colin. <laughs> I was right. I got you Luke Newton like, right. Yes, I'm proud of you. That was impressive. I am too. I don't know why I knew that his name was Luke Newton, but I knew that Colin also was named Luke. So at least we yeah. got there. Okay. So anyway, anything else happened in the dream other than it was romantic and you had things for him now and you feel like this set up I, a good time for you? I literally or? the other day went in to Barnes & Noble looking for what is an offer from a gentleman. Yes, I actually rented those from the library. I have not read them yet. Uh, I, I like I that dream got me so bothered that I sorry, I just heard my own voice like in my own head and hated it for a second. That was a oh, lot. Oh no. No, no, it's fine. It's just that I feel like my voice sounds very rounded. Does that make sense? Yes. I mean as an auditor as an audit a what? Nicole, a stroke, a stroke, a stroke. <laughs> as an auditor fuck, as an audio person. <laughs> like I feel like the tone of my voice bubbles. I mean, I like your voice. I'm not going to oh, lie. Nice. I love your bo- I love your voice. I mean, like if I didn't love your don't voice, I don't wrong. think I would I'm a little do this nasally right now because I went too way too hard at a breakfast buffet yesterday. Um for your mom's birthday <laughs> and Easter. Um but yeah, so the Yeah, the, but it was really for her birthday. It was really for her birthday. Um yeah, no, this this dream what was I about to say? Something about he oh was my God. attractive? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like Oh my god, no. I so I went into Barnes Noble looking for an offer from a gentleman. Correct, yes. And that's we were earlier. They had every single one except for that one well yeah because that's the most that's okay the listen the there's series. a lot of people that believe because they've announced that bridgerton they've, said they're gonna go out of order they kind they of will. set well they've kind of set up a lot of people who have read penelope and collins book have said that's that the, the way first, that it starts the is the scene. way yes yes is, is him saying i will them. never like yes. i would never date penelope or never marry penelope featherington yeah. and so 
also, I'm really excited to see that if they do make it a Penelope and Colin mm-hmm. storyline, that she doesn't lose weight. Because I know that's a big thing in her storyline is that she loses weight. And it does have nice. some of that, yeah, it's got some of that, like, fat phobic type Coughlin, of thing. Coughlin would never. Coughlin or whatever. You yeah, I don't think she would either. Partly because, like, you know, it's just, yeah. it's not her. Like, even most of her, um... Most of her, excuse me, I'm I'm accidentally adjusted something on a Google Doc that's not mine. Um, <laughs> I hate when I do that. Uh, most of her character roles that she's portrayed, mm-hmm. even if the fat piece is not written into her character, it is by the time that the character starts to become fully fleshed out because mm-hmm. she's not going to lose the weight. This is who she is as a person. This is who she yeah. wants to be as a person. And she gets enough hate in general for shit. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But I do also, hope like, I do hope they don't really mess with her because I yeah. apparently what's her name um the girl who played Edwina got a ton of hate when the Teresa, whole love triangle yeah, they fucking like yeah. bullied her off Twitter I think because it, because a lot of it was and this is completely on the show I mean the fans should not have done this but the show playing the love triangle very hard is mm-hmm. is a big divergent path Mm -hmm. for the book and so i don't know it's just one of those things where like i don't did i hate it no we talked about that before but also Mm -hmm. like i i get why people were upset but i do think it's not fair to bully actors Mm -hmm. who literally had nothing to do other than play the part part. yeah um i definitely though like listen my toxic trait is that i love a damsel like i love a hero and a damsel so a Cinderella story starring Benedict is going to do something for me right sure. now. And they didn't have it. And I don't yeah. know. I don't know. What, I don't know what to tell you, man. Well, um, just other- rent it from the library. You have a library near you. I know. Just go. Just do it. You know why? Because you save money. And let's be real. Are you going to reread that book? Probably not. Maybe. Um, uh, I have notes. I wrote down podcast notes so I didn't forget today. Okay, so should I just run through my shit really quick while it's yes. on the top of my head? Okay, second thing, the laptop is a whole issue. Today I had to cancel my original order. No, oh, no. Just cancel it and then put it on my mom's card. Ugh, and then just, I'm guessing you still have to go to Chase and be honestly, like, hey, can you ch- adjust my bank account? If anybody account? is interested in the full story, I'm not going to rehash it on here. It's too much. No. DM us and I'll give you – I literally have it in my notes, the full story <clears> in my notes, chunked into the four sections needed to fit it into the – um because so many people asked – because I put a um, crying selfie on my <laughs> Instagram story because I was so <laughs> my my private Instagram story because I was so upset. Um, yeah, ask about the laptop. I'll give you the deets. Uh, she is coming, but it will be in June. Uh huh. No. Yeah. Are you it taking does not the whole even... desktop to Cincinnati then? Mm-hmm. Oh, baby, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Madison, do you want me to just let you lend lend you my laptop, even though it's not conducive to exactly what you no, need? You can no. just take my laptop, I'm even though fine. I'd probably be really weird about you taking my laptop. Yeah, I'm not taking <laughs> your laptop. It's me installing spyware on Nicole's laptop. <laughs> what would you want to watch? Like, let's be real. Know. I'm not very interesting. No, 
I don't, I mean, plus anything that I would learn, you'd already have told me. So it would be useless. That's true. I mean, let's yeah. be real. And also this laptop doesn't sit on my desk all day, every day, because yeah. if I work, my other, my work computer is on the the riser. So when it's not in use, it goes in my desk drawer. Um, what else you got for me before um, we run down my podcast notes? Let's see. Laptop. Oh my God. I read this book this weekend. Let me tell you. Oh, I saw this was on Goodreads. <laughs> The unforgettable wife? <laughs> no, 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 no. So there's, <laughs> so there's the unwanted wife. I haven't oh, wanted wife. Sorry, I haven't actually read that one in full. What I did read was a husband's regret. And listen, the cover's atrocious. They're the worst of the worst of the worst. I have skimmed the unwanted wife. Okay, they're by Natasha Anders. They are all set in Cape Town, South Africa, which is so specific. Yeah, um, but if you're if the author's from South right, Africa, right. Um, these books <laughs> so <ladies>. specific. <laughs> Well, it's just like I'm so used to reading stuff that's either set in America or England. Yeah. And instead it was like Cape Town, South Africa. And it really did like change how I viewed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, but like it also like I couldn't hear their voices with uh, accents. It was strange. Anyway, um, this book. Okay, Natasha Anders in these two books. I've heard that the, that the third one like doesn't have exactly the same vibes. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Have you ever wanted guilt? Have you ever wanted a man on his knees groveling for his mistakes? Have you ever wanted a man to realize how wrong he really was? These books are for you. These, <laughs> I, bruh, this shit had me hooked. Mm-hmm. The premise, the premise. This bitch is married to a billionaire. They've been married for two years. Of course, he's gorgeous, gorgeous boy. Um, she finds out she's pregnant. Okay. She tells him. He, like, freaks out and is like, you said you were going to finish school. Like, blah, blah, blah. And he gets, like, really upset. And he's like, Go, get out. Like, get out. He, he means the room. Yeah. And she's, like, so distraught that she leaves. She, like, leaves the house. He doesn't come after her from her perspective. He doesn't come after her. And so she, cause she goes to their like vacation home and he doesn't come after her. And so she basically has the kid two years later. He's there brought together again. And he's, it's like, and he's such a douche to her because he's like, he's first of all, he's deaf now because he went after her. Like he heard her pull out of the driveway, freaked out because immediately, like twenty, you know, five minutes after he fucking like freaks out at her, he's like, "Oh no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. I'll be because you find out. Of course, he has he had like an abusive parent and shit, and like doesn't want to be the a tale as old as time in these romance books that sure. the guy doesn't want to be like his father, you know? Sure. Um, and he chases after her, and it's like they're on these like mountain roads out, you know, in Cape Town, and. He, like, ends up crashing the car because he doesn't see a couple in the road and he, like, swerves the car and it, like, turns over. He loses his hearing in this accident. But, like, of course, we know because we're on the side of the woman the entire time. He saw her standing there looking at him in the crowd at the site of this accident. And he saw her walk away. Mm -mm. So he's like, you fucking bitch, you left me to die. He's trying to make her life, like awful but like she lives there because he wants to know his daughter 
And then, oh my God, when he realizes, like, sees the proof, because she's like, I tried to call you and you told people not to talk to me. And of course, like, we end up finding out, like, he says it to his brother and he's like, no, you did say that in the hospital and your assistant was there. We didn't listen to it, but he might have. And then he's like, you were wearing that dress at the scene. And she goes into the wardrobe where he had kept all her clothes all these years. And she goes, you mean this dress that's been sitting here the entire time? What was I wearing that night? He's like, jeans and a t-shirt. And she's like, mm-hmm. And he's made her life horrible. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I hate to tell you this, but you need therapy. <laughs> You would love it too. I was actually going to tell you. I was actually going to tell you that you you should you should definitely check out check out "Condemned to Love" by Siobhan because Siobhan Davis's "Condemned to Love" has a similar plot line. You did not get that one from her. No, you didn't. No, that is a Kindle Limited read. Very very quick read. It is mafia, but it has a similar like. She hooks up with the guy that she's been in love with for a long Mm -hmm. time, and then he says some shit to her. She ends up pregnant, goes to see him, right? He kills somebody in front of her, and she's like, I'm not going to tell him I'm pregnant now, and then leaves. And then five years later, he sees the little kid and notices that it looks just like him, and he's like, oh my fucking god, and he makes her life hell. He makes her life hell, and then they eventually get together, because of course they do, but super good. And the the story after that, which is like... It's more of a second chance one. Mm-hmm. That one has even more guilt in it. So like. I, oh my God. Like literally this book. I could not. Because I mean. It's. He is so mean to her. Yeah. And like. I know you, I know you love that for some weird fucking reason. I love that for you. Because <laughs> I have no frame of reference. I know. Because if somebody was actually mean to you. You would cry. <laughs> Their ass. Okay. <laughs> I would we actually I just would. want nice boys. That's the real no, tea I here. do, but I love I, – I was talking to Karina about this the other day about how we were like, no, no, why do I want somebody to hurt me? Like, <laughs> not like physically, but emotionally. Yeah, I understand. It's so, what you mean. It's so fucked up. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, no, this book was so good. The first one, same sort of thing where she finds out two years into their marriage that he married her basically as like a side deal that the dad – like in order to oh, get this I love kid. it. Oh, oh, you know oh, I love those. You would, you would, and she finds out basically two years into their relationship that and she's in this book like they're yeah. they're interconnected yeah um, that's i love interconnected yeah. standalones like that. i recognized her name and i said oh i know that bitch <laughs> um, <laughs> um it's like she's two years into her relationship with her italian like boss husband sandro um Ooh, what a good italian what a good name. name right mm. sandro um and he the one thing that threw me off about the a husband's regret though is that his name was bryce and in oh, my brain you're bryce like bryce is, quinlan yeah bryce quinlan it is a woman's name yeah. um anyway but so, so Teresa and sandro like they've been together for two years she's like so in love with him like they have a great time she finds out that basically in order to get this vineyard back that her dad owned her dad was like fine but you have to marry my daughter because i want her yeah my place. i think you mentioned that one mm-hmm, the, a couple mm-hmm. episodes back because that's how i wrote it yeah. down on a stick you know yeah and he like and she finds out and she's like what the fuck and then she also finds out that the way out of the marriage for him is if they have a son yeah i remember and he ends one. up getting her you know pregnant so and who's he's the like, author who's the author natasha anders gotcha Gotcha. Yeah, and I haven't read the second one. And she has a whole bunch of other books, too. But these are the only two I've read. That's fine. And I'm just like, <laughs> boy, 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 boy. Wow. <laughs> okay, yeah. so what else do you have for me? I waffles ever yesterday at this. Nice. At this breakfast buffet. I went so fucking hard. I went 
so hard at this breakfast buffet. It was delicious because it was my mom's birthday. It was her diamond jewelry. Did you tell did you tell her happy birthday for me? I did. Okay, good. Yes, she said thank you. Oh, no um, yeah, it was her diamond <laughs> jubilee. So they share. She shares a birthday with my great grandma, the one that died. Really? The one that died. <laughs> the one that's from Italy. Her uncle died on that day about two years. Oh, ago. Oh really? Yeah. Um, yeah, my my great grandma Christina, the one that's from Italy. Uh-huh. She shares a birthday with her. Oh, April seventeenth. Yeah. What you know what's ironic? That was supposed what? to be Michael's due date. Was it really? Yeah, Michael's birthday is the third, so it was very close. They're close. A little bit longer than, you know, a little bit earlier, but my mom was having issues. I was two days before. It must have been just like a cancer thing. I was by all means a um, very healthy baby. I was a perfect baby. Yeah. They said Um, first words. It's like my biggest pride. It's the only thing I've ever done perfect in my life. Oh, my God. Because I was born with perfect Epgar scores, and then... I have to tell you... um, I, Lauren gave me Steven's girlfriend um, yes. gave me a pop uh, fidget toy so I've been using it oh no nope. <laughs> although oh you know I drink Pepsi only a, you also drink coke you lying bitch you're right but in this household we only buy pepsi yes you're you're a pepsi household but you do drink coke i've seen you drink coke well it's like if you go it's like if you go to a restaurant and they only offer pepsi most people still drink pepsi it's just you would rather have a coke i will say i do like pepsi i prefer coke but i really most people say pepsi is just too sweet for them i prefer a pepsi slushy though pepsi slushies are great at the movie theater oh my god like a nice like a buttered out popcorn swedish fish yeah Pepsi slushy. Speaking mm. of movies, um, did you see the trailer for Thor: Love and Thunder? I'm hoping you did. I haven't yet. Okay. Well, when you do see it, let me know okay. your thoughts. I loved it, but I literally saw it and I went. It's coming out July 8th, which is perfect for your birthday. <gasps> yes. My thought is, I don't care if you see it beforehand, but we have to see it together at least once because yeah. we saw oh, oh we God. saw we Ragnarok together like so many times. times. <laughs> so I was like, I don't care if you see it before then, but we have to at least go one time together oh, yeah. because there's no way that we cannot see that movie together after we've already done Thor so many times. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I'm, I haven't seen the trailer yet. Um, it came out today. I don't know what time they, they pushed it out, yeah, but I watched I, it around like one o'clock or two o'clock. And I, I, I'm, I look, it looks good. I'm very I excited. I did see a movie yesterday. What'd you say? I saw Father Stew because my mom wanted to see it. What is that? <laughs> oh my god. Okay, right. So I saw the trailer once on like Hulu, and I thought it was like so. It's Mark Wahlberg. Oh, and okay. He's like this kind of like you know boxer, smoking kind of shitty dude in the seventies, you know time, seventies eighties, I think. And he decides he wants to become a priest. And the trailer, I knew it was like loose, like it was based off a true story. And in the trailer, I didn't know the true story. Right. In my head, I'm like, oh, this is a fucking Mark Wahlberg comedy. It wasn't. If this movie had me in crying at the end, like regardless of what you believe about religion, this was like a real life priest who basically like he got baptized, joined Catholicism sure. for this girl that he was trying to win over, basically. Carmen. Um, in How the does that work when you're going to be a priest? Well, well, he was, he didn't want to be a priest. Right. Then he got in a fucking horrible motorcycle accident oh no almost died and then oh, afterwards no. was like i saw you know and i, I saw I the lord like my calling is to become a priest right and everybody's like fucking okay so he's like going to become a priest and then he turns out that he has 
that one of those diseases that your muscles just slowly deteriorate and you just like, you can't move like your, you know, your hands go and then you're, you can't oh. walk. You can't like, is it like, um, what's his name? ALS, Stephen it's like, it's like Luke. No, it's like Lou Gehrig's. Okay. Cause I yeah. know Stephen Hawking had, what did Stephen Hawking have? I don't know. I don't remember either, but he, that's what yeah. happened to him. He lost motor functions. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like that. And this guy, like, despite, you know, not having the background, he basically decided to like, keep going with it anyway mm-hmm. and he ended up being because he had this like he was very real i guess and he ended up being like this community like person that everybody looked up to and he lived to be like 50 even though he was diagnosed at like 30 something like which is way longer than anybody i don't know it was just very it was like really sad mm-hmm. and i thought mark Wahlberg did an incredible job i really don't know a lot about him mark Wahlberg. i know i know I, I'm pretty sure that he still has a giant schlong, even though they gave him a um a fake one in Boogie Nights. I know that to be true. Um, <laughs> Glad that that's one of the things and you know. know. And I know he he makes a good hamburger. <laughs> he does. Like, um, he also like is Marky movie. Mark. He's well, Marky no, Mark. No, I know that. I know that. He was also in New Kids on the Block briefly. His brother Donnie was New Kids on the Block. He's been in it like the whole time. I don't Donnie know. is also on Blue Bloods. Um. Yeah. What about vampires? No, Blue Bloods is actually about <laughs> cops and Tom That's Selleck is in blood. it. That's true, yeah, blood. true blood. Blue Bloods about cops. It's in New York and it's Tom Selleck is like the main guy. He's like a police chief kind of thing. And then his kids are all cops and detectives. So it's like their family and just that. It's that a it's a cop a story. I want to marry into. It's a cop story. You know what I mean though? Like it's oh, that you know, people love watching that kind of shit. Like an American tale. <laughs> right. Well, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's in New York. <laughs> it's New York. So they, you know, they got the law and yeah, order yeah, thing going on. So. Oh, well. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 no one did had no one had to go that hard but that entire theme every every single law and order theme song goes hard for no reason svu though is in fact the best is the best i've theme. only seen svu so i have no frame of reference if you watch like even one episode of the other ones number one if you watch the original law and order it's very old because it started like in like the 80s so it's a lot more of a different vibe criminal intent has vincent d'onofrio so the guy that's uh let's see um did you ever see daredevil like marvel's daredevil yeah, but only a couple episodes. The guy that plays Wilson Fisk, the ball guy, that's Vincent D'Onofrio. You're looking him up? Yeah, I don't know this man. That's okay. I don't know. I hate to see this. I don't know who this man is. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Yes, I do. He's in the eyes of Tammy Faye. Yeah, he's in a lot. Anyway. Um... Vincent D'Onofrio was in it. Why yes. did I even mention that? Oh, Criminal Intent. He's in Criminal Intent. That was only on for a very brief period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, SVU obviously is the longest running one so far. Mm-hmm. So right. regardless, the theme songs all are kind of similar. They're just, mm-hmm. they have different other instruments that kind of forecast. Whereas yeah. like, you know, SVU is like the, the saxophone is just like. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. Anyway, all that to say, Father Stu, regardless of if you're religion, it, religious, it was a very interesting. Well, speaking um, of crying, movie. I saw Moulin Rouge this weekend. And oh I, my God. I, I sobbed. My brain is just always like, just don't deceive. That yeah. clip of Aaron Tomei has just been in my head on so, repeat. 
Connor, Connor Ryan, who does Christian for Chicago, and he's it's he's the national tour. Um, You're looking him up. He it has very similar voice as Aaron Tve. I no no wonder why they chose him. Um, he was phenomenal as Christian. The here's the thing: when I got the program, everybody knows that they added new songs, right? Oh, he's cute. He is very cute. Everyone knows oh. they added new songs to the show, right? Oh. Well, the cool thing is when I got the program, I'm like, where's, like, the list? Like, there's no looks, act list. He looks like if Cody Fern and Lee Pace had a baby. Absolutely does. No, he totally That's, does. That is, like, He's no- also tall, Madison. He's tall. Yeah, no, I can tell. When he, like, bends no down. Man, no man with a face that long. Sorry, no offense. No offense to this man. He is handsome. Yeah, but he no is man handsome. with a face that long has a short body. No, you're true. It's true. completely true. When he when he's with Satine, with, her name's Chris, mm-hmm. Christina. Um, I thought it was Courtney Reed. Oh, it is Courtney Reed. You're right. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that off the top of my head. Yeah. I am reading an article. Uh, Courtney Reed. I'm so sorry. When he's with Courtney Reed on the stage, mm-hmm. he has to lean down a few times to like get in her. It's so cute. It was literally <laughs> so cute. So Listen, wait. So listen very ca- I know, Madison. I saw him. I watched him for two hours. Um, Actually, more than that. So here's the deal. The songs, the set list, everybody added, they, everyone knows they added new music. So I got the program and I'm looking through the playbill and basically I'm like, wait, here's all the actors. Where the fuck is the acts? Like, where are the itemized things? They don't have one because it's so many mel- med- medleys that they literally cannot put all the songs in there. Like, I'm not kidding you. I'm like, uh, like I literally cannot even begin to explain this. My favorite songs, I've they always did- been an elephant love Go song ahead. medley girl from the movie so that's not in there not gonna lie um <gasps> not a lot made it in from the original movie song wise a few things um come not a lot made it in come up may made it in but here's the thing do you remember that song by elton john this is your song it's that it's like okay and you so can tell saved. everybody no i yeah. love that song if i With was a come but then again no he starts that song. Christian starts that song off, yeah. singing it to Satine. Okay, oh. and then it goes into later on. They put that together with "Come What May," and oh. basically he said, like they say that that's the song they're going to sing to each other. Chills. I know that's the song they're going to sing to each other if they want to tell the other one that they love each other. They're going to put it into the show, and it's all this thing. Anyway, at the very end, as you know, with the Duke and all the stuff that happens. By the way, the guy that plays the Duke on in Chicago, hot. In the movie, I was, like, not attracted to him. The guy who plays the Duke in Chicago is actually hot. And so, comparatively, I was... He's shorter, but he's definitely hot. Uh, whereas... He's attractive. It just doesn't mean I'm attracted to them. No, true. I mean, he's not... He's shorter than he's shorter than Connor Ryan. He's probably still, like, 5'11", 6 foot. Let's see. The Duke. Moulin Rouge. Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> um... Um, yeah, no, it looks amazing. Well, so here's the thing. You know how at the end he has to, like, he gets turned away by her, right? Like, he tells, like, Satine, he tries to get Satine back and, you know, Satine's like, no, and all the stuff that's going on because the Duke threatens him, right? He goes to sing to her, come what may. And it it starts off and she's like, no, Christian. And I just start sobbing. That was when I just started sobbing. And then for like the last 15 minutes, I was sobbing. Like it was so sad, you guys. It was so good. And he has such a beautiful voice. Like Aaron Tveit's is phenomenal. Like anytime you go look it up, it's phenomenal. Anything he sings 
phenomenal but this guy he's actually just so good and so if you have the opportunity to go see it um it's going to be in like denver and seattle and california highly highly recommend um this cast is just incredible just absolutely the set is um, just Mm -hmm. everything you've heard people say about it is all true there's nothing about that that's fake speaking of Moulin Rouge, Baz Luhrmann. Have you seen the Elvis trailer? I have. I'm very excited. Oh my god! I was like Austin Butler. I was. I, what is up I with Austin sh- Butler lately? He has been doing something right. <laughs> like he is doing Tim something. Tam? Oh my god! Right. What I would do for a fucking Tim Tam. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Tim Tam um, so good at Tim Tam's lamb. Also, show-wise, I did see Six. Six was yes, incredible. Was it was incredible. Um, the queens are amazing. Um, I was not expecting myself to get emotional during the uh-huh. show. But when Catherine Parr sings – don't laugh at that. <laughs> when Catherine Parr sings her song, uh-huh. I actually got emotional, partly because the song is about, like, her – writing to her love the guy that Uh she wanted to marry but then henry the eighth saw her and was like i want to marry her instead and so she really doesn't get a choice she has to marry henry the eighth um oh he's handsome not nearly as handsome as the guy who oh no christian and swear to god he literally comes on stage and i went oh this isn't good Mm -hmm. it's really cool you can actually go watch on there they have a broadway tiktok version of um a Broadway TikTok account for Moulin Rouge. And you can see, you can mm-hmm. see Christian Connor Ryan on yeah. that account. And he does like the, he lifts the Moulin Rouge sign up. Cause that's how the show starts. Yeah. So cool. You're sitting here, they have the music playing and like maybe like 10 minutes before the show, some of the girls start coming on the stage and they like, are like standing around oh, like, and like almost doing as if it's stuff. Rehearsal time. Not rehearsal, but, like, as if they're, like, waiting to be purchased, since, you know, it's a brothel. And then men start coming on, and they start, like, interacting with them. And then more men start coming on. And then later on, Christian. Imagine when the first girls come on stage, the audience goes, Yeah, it does. It does quiet. But most Mm -hmm. people are still, like, you know, finding their seats and stuff. Uh And then... Christian comes on stage. He's like looking at the Moulin Rouge sign and then he like stands off to the side of it. So he's basically on, he's on stage, right? And um, he looks at the audience and then everything quiets down. He goes like this and then he raises the Moulin Rouge sign up. So then it goes up and then they open the curtains and you have four girls. It's so good. You have four (laughs) girls in the back behind a curtain and they start playing. Hey, sister souls, sister souls, sister souls, sister (laughs) souls. Um, to the crowd, who's trying to come with me to Chicago to see I will this? go see it again, Madison. If right. we can find tickets, I will go see it can again. We, I will go we, see it again. I, I don't even care. I don't even care. We will go. See this show. Let's look. We can go find tickets. We'll try to find Fucking tickets. Let's do it. Bet. Listen, I had we had great seats. We were in the balcony. We were we had great seats though. Balcony was fine. I love so. bringing. I love the balcony because okay, this is a fun fact about me. Every time I go <laughs> see theater, I am um, I have a tiny pair of binoculars that I bring with me. Oh, you're so cute. I love you. <laughs> I would I like go see it again. Like, see up close but i also like going up because then you don't have people in front of you like blocking the view you can kind of see everything that's playing out yeah granted that being said one time i was in the absolute butt fuck nosebleeds like the sure. of the theater to see limis yeah and that's a hard one because it i mean that show is just ah, the whole time you know they have tickets on StubHub. i will tell you i will pay any price <laughs> we just have to find a day to go <laughs> what's like a uh uh 
what's that one that it is leaving soon so don't forget it is leaving really really soon oh god i think it's done in like may i don't know when in may but i know it's done so it's touring but it's only touring in very specific locations so it's gonna be yeah california's gonna be one it will be in minneapolis i'm not going to fucking minneapolis it'll be in seattle and california but i believe they're finishing off in like may sometime oh god oh god but if you um, want to go see a matinee or something, because it's cheaper, I'll yeah, do that. <laughs> I would happily see a matinee. Because it is usually yeah. cheaper. Um, I will say as well that this summer at Frederick Meyer Gardens, the concert lineup is insane. Oh, I think the last... Wait. <gasps> I'm going to the, J- the last show at the James at, in Chicago, I believe, is May 14th. I'll just, so have it's... To go, I'll just have to go visit Kristen in New York. So yeah, the biggest thing about New York, and I'm not gonna lie to you, the tickets have been a crazy prices. But if you're what if you're gonna go in advance, like you can go and you know whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's a great show. If you ever yeah. have the opportunity to go see it, it's amazing. Um, Six was also amazing, just lovely. And mm-hmm. I did go to some of the bookstores that Jenna from Lives One Thousand Lives or Live mm-hmm. Yeah Live One Thousand Lives recommended. I went to mm-hmm. Semicolon, I went to Afterwards, mm-hmm. and I went to um, Exile and Bookville. All lovely. Bought a bunch of stuff from both of those places. Did you drive um, or take the train? We drove. Not bad. I drove all the way back home yesterday. Nothing um, compares, right, to the um, hellscape of the great Charleston, South yeah. Carolina journey the, the of great, yes. Well, granted, that's still not the worst car ride I've ever had. Remember, yeah, I you took guys the... down to Florida. Catch me. Never. Well, not even that. You remember my terrible oh, trip to yes. Florida with friends. Yes, so still Florida, man. <laughs> well, yeah, you're right. But um, okay, so last thing I have to mention is yes. we have a new Patreon. Oh yeah. Um, Kayla, girl, you just signed up to the Patreon within the last 30 minutes of us chatting with you. So oh, thank I, you I, so much. Tori and I said I thought no, we covered it, but we sure did. Me? We did cover Tori last week. Um Kayla literally just Oh literally just subscribed to it Kayla. and i was like kayla you're so great um thank you so much for I'm subscribing that that's how you say your name if it's not kayla please correct us um and shout out number three baby. yeah for real <laughs> um so if you want to sign up for the patreon feel mm-hmm. free to do so um we do have news coming very soon which you'll hear yeah. about in the next two weeks so just keep that in mind excited. um yeah, so that's all I got for um, podcasting yeah, I news. Think, I covered I everything. That's, I th- yeah, I want to say that's it. Um, oh, I did get a... Oh, shit. Got my keychain. I know, mine just came in the mail today. So I have to go cute. get it in a little bit. So cute. Um, if you're not familiar, um, we're talking about the Howl's Moving Castle keychains that were a part of the Alubicrate box. box. Yeah, that was really bookish design. That Karina helped many people find. Many, many, many people find. find. Karina did the work. Actually, um, we did have somebody today ask, like, hey, are you going to restock these? And we're like, never stocked them in the first place, queen. But, yeah, Makari. I will tell you, I don't know if this will ever, I don't know if we'll ever hear it, but I have a, I have a guy friend, guy uh-huh. friend, who I actually recommended because he's a huge Lord of the Rings fan. I was like, you should get this Prancing Pony keychain, and I think he's going to buy it. Yes, King, I'll <laughs> give him a discount code, and by I'll give him a discount code, it'll be the one that everybody has access to, which is at present. Peachy Queen Ten, I believe it's George's. Yeah, so yeah. I'll uh, 
I will, I can give him that if you want. Love, but he was that. like, he was telling, I was, we were talking about Lord of the Rings and I was like, oh, I forgot to tell you, I have this keychain that I've gotten recently. I said, I think you're going to like it. And I showed it to yeah. him. He goes, that is the coolest fucking thing ever. It's a cool ass keychain. It is. And like, he's like, he doesn't like have a lot of key stuff, but like, he was like, I'm totally going to get that. He's got a Lord yeah. of the Rings tattoo. So like, love that. Know. Love that for him. Love that for us. Love that um, for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love that for you. Love that especially for you. Yeah, me too. Um, did we ever have the conversation about how I call them pizza snacks? Yes, you have. Totally. Because weren't there like certain weren't there certain ones that you've had where they're yeah. like actually called pizza snacks? There's like yeah, certain but, brands where they're called pizza snacks. Yeah, but snacks. I call I call them all pizza snacks. So yeah, because you're a little weirdo, but we love that. <laughs> you're a little weirdo. <laughs> you're a little weirdo. <laughs> I fucking TikTok, man. It's been getting my goal recently. I get it. I had a TikTok get taken down. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, not gonna lie, I'm a little bit bitter. So if you reported it, you can go kiss my ass. Uh, yeah. not uh, not on our Patreon, not on our Patreon, not on our mm-hmm. lawyer volume account. Just say that if you uh, just say it. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> bop, bitch. Bop, bop. But I did have another bop, TikTok bop, bop. go pretty viral recently. I'm at like 500,000 views, so that's pretty um, good. I was thinking. I don't know. I think the bop, bop, bop reminded me of this. I mm-hmm. think it would be really funny for Halloween to go with somebody else, most likely Leah, as the Kanker sisters from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. <laughs> I thought for this year's Halloween, you guys are doing Pain no, and Panic. Doing... Okay, bitch. I'm not going to die this year. That's fair. Halloween. <laughs> Nicole's like, little do you know, it's your last. <laughs> I do have one more thing, and I'm going to tell you because I'm going to put it on the Patreon in just a little bit here. I have five, four videos from la- two years ago today. Two oh, years ago today. Song of Achilles? No. Crying oh. at, two years ago today, crying at Echo War. Oh, God. Yeah, that was <laughs> yeah. two years ago. Yeah. I was like, one year ago. So I have video, these videos are just me sobbing. They're so funny. And I promise I'm going to put them on um, the Patreon for you guys. Um so you can see them. They're just very hilarious videos and I cannot stop laughing because like I am super blonde in it, number one, which is mm-hmm. hilarious. And number two, I am just sobbing and at one point I go, fuck Sarah J. Moss. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll put them up on the Patreon. When she has consistently fucked you. Right. You are her bitch. <laughs> right. I mean, we I love all her. are. I love we her. I love her. I could really go for some pistachios. Really? Yeah. All right. Well, maybe not do that. Maybe instead what we should do I is talk about the book. I see them across my room. Nope. Yeah. Those are really loud snacks. I'm not, not going <laughs> to crunch pistachios on the podcast. I'm a monster, but I'm not that kind of monster. Mm. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> what if I'm the monster? <laughs> okay. So we actually have a fan pick book for this, this week. Weeks in the making. Um, We are... For Celia, our fan picker of the of the month, <laughs> She's known as Cecile. Yes, that's uh, my favorite nickname for her. She has decided to pick Good Girl Complex. So this is our fan pick book of the month. Um, this is by L. Kennedy. Do you want to read the back? I don't even own the book. I just got the advanced reader copy of it. <laughs> oh yeah, I got yeah, I got the yeah, I got the arc I of it. Book. I'll read it. I'll read the back. Cool. Um. <laughs> Smack it! Why don't you? Nice. Um, okay. 
She does everything right, so what could go wrong? Mackenzie Mac Cabot is a people pleaser. It's exhausting, really, always following the rules. She, all she wants to do is focus on growing her internet business, but first she must get a college degree at her parents' insistence. That means moving to the beachside town of Avalon Bay, a community made up of the locals and the wealthy students of Garnet College. 20-year-old Mac has had plenty of practice suppressing her wilder impulses, but when she meets local bad boy Cooper Hartley, that ability is suddenly tested. Cooper is rough around the edges, raw, candid, a threat to her ordered existence. Their friendship soon becomes the realest thing in her life. Despite his disdain for the trust fund kids he sees coming and going from his town, Cooper soon realizes Mac isn't just another rich clone and falls for her hard. But as Mac finally starts feeling accepted by Cooper and his friends, the secret he's been keeping from her threatens the only place she's ever felt at home. All right, so... I'm not going to lie. You know, you know, we have absolutely <laughs> screamed the praises of Al Kennedy in the off campus and Briar U series. Right. I'm going to be real. This one did not really do it for me. Me either. Um, And I know we told, we really told Celia this to, like to it. begin I, with. I, I Celia. I let her know. Ahead yeah. Of time. I really wanted to like it. I really yeah. wanted to. I think the biggest thing, and I, you can go see my review of this, even mm-hmm. if you wanted to. But the biggest thing for me is I think Elle's writing style is still there. And that's, yeah. that's still very good. And I'm yeah, still very intrigued. Like the writing style. Yeah. The writing style was fine. I think really what came down to it for me, and I know you too, it's the characters. I, I did really didn't. not like Mac and Cooper. No. Okay. So I texted you today and I did say I figured out what I didn't like about them. Right. And it really, it, it hit me in one moment. When she is having lunch with Preston at his house. Oh, yes. And they're eating lamb and he says... You have to, you know, oh, the teacher, I could get him fired, but I think I'm going to toy with him a little. You know, sometimes you have to remind them where they belong. And that didn't phase her. Yeah. That wasn't a sign to her to break up with him. She just was like, yeah, mm-hmm, okay. That to me, I really disliked her. I was like, See? I was like, that's what it is. To me, you just like, yes, you're like, you're the cool rebel girl. But at the same time, it's like, you let these people yeah. slide with their choices when if you like... I don't know. I don't know. No, it's I just- totally I get it. Because, you know, the other thing for me, too, and it's just nothing against people that have lots of money. No. I think the way that Elle writes rich people is really hard to swallow because like mm-hmm. Dean, Dean is the rich yeah. friend, right? I mean, like, yes, yeah, Garrett's uh, Garrett has and- ri- money, but you also see Garrett's struggle is mainly with his dad. And, and mm-hmm. some of that is he inherits money from his grandparents. And I feel yeah. like you give him a little bit of a pass. Maybe some of you don't. And that's fine. Yeah. But I feel like Dean out of the four of from mm-hmm. off campus for sure. Cause like Hunter's the same way. They're hard to swallow characters. Yeah. They're not fun to be around. And I mm-hmm. feel like Elle writes that. And I don't know if that's because she's had experiences. I know she's said before that she grew up pretty wealthy. Um, and it's pretty mm-hmm. evident when you look at like a lot of her like lifestyle now that she's probably pretty wealthy. Yeah. Um, and so fine, I do like- think. I do think that the way that she writes rich kids is not fun to read. Um, And I don't necessarily like reading rich kids because, like, I mean, we look at the LJ books. When we were obsessed with the LJ books, those were – Daria is not necessarily the best person in the world. Yeah, but I think those were – okay, so I think what the difference between those and this is is that – Every single person in her books, they're all questionable people. Yeah. And like, I think in this them, one, Mac like, felt like, Rosie. right. And like, Mac feels almost as if like she's holier than thou because she's the cool yeah. kid. You know yeah, what I mean? Like she's, she's, not she's like, she gives yes. big energy. Yes. She's not like other girls. And I just I think that was what was really hard for me. 
Um, and Cooper, this is the biggest thing. I hated, quote me on this, I hated the back and forth between the two of them. Hated it. Mm-hmm. The amount of times that they were like, not together or together. And then when they're actually together, they were still having all these problems. I'm like, Queen, why would this this relationship sounds like so it's much work? It's never gonna work. It's never it gonna sounds work. like so much work. And here's the thing. Yeah. I know that I am not the person to basically educate everyone on the best relationships in the world. Like I understand that. I'm just saying that your relationship should there should be work that has to be put into a relationship, but not that much work. Yeah. That much work was so extra. It just yeah, I I think Live, also them living together. Ooh, not the move. And I mean, I, we know that as a realistic thing, but I feel like there's a lot of girls that still do that, and I just feel yeah. like, ooh, yike. I just think I just think they were both so okay. So like, this is another thing is that like, usually I like the friends. Yeah, I did not like the friends. I mean, I liked I some like, of them. I didn't like. I liked Steph. I liked Alana. Okay. Yeah. And you get and to, like, I got to like them more even, as the book went on. But, but even, even in the beginning, I was like, you're fucking assholes. You're all assholes. Like, and you still support, like, I, I mean, obviously there's other stuff with Heidi that we don't yeah. hear because we're only getting Cooper's perspective on the situation. Right. You know, um, but still it's like, I don't know. I just, I just think for whatever reason, this book, I, I it has nothing to do with her writing style. I just think the characters... Did, they just like, weren't like, there like, for me. Like, okay, so, so, because, I mean, this is, this is, like, for us, this is the first time we're reading a departure from her Briar U universe. Yeah, because I don't know if she's written other stuff outside of this. I'm sure she has. I just haven't read it. It's, like, I think about Garrett and Hannah in mm-hmm. comparison. And, I mean, I am, I, I try to imagine them speaking to each other this way. Oh, I hate it. Oh, and, I hate like, it. Or like, or like, um, perfect, uh, um, Demi and Hunter. Yeah. Perfect. Because she had a boyfriend. Yeah. And they never, they never would have treated each other like this. Well, the other thing that I thought is just, there's a lot about this book that made me uncomfortable and that's fine. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I don't know if that's like the commentary on it. Um, again, my biggest thing, thing. the cheating thing is my biggest thing. The cheating thing is my biggest thing. And it's partly because. It's almost viewed as if Mac gets off scot free because Preston's been cheating on her anyway. But it's like and it's I hate still not that. Good. You still made the choice. Like, yeah, I I still hate that. And yeah. when people, I mean, people ask a lot, and I've seen this happen so much on TikTok. When you when you are a book talker and you are promoting a book, people will ask a ton of times if there is cheating or other woman or happily ever yeah. afters. And I used to get so annoyed by seeing those comments, but I get it because reading this, yeah. I was so annoyed with it. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with people that if are you, like questioning yeah, their relationships and wanting yeah. to be in other relationships with other people. If you're questioning a relationship and thinking about being with somebody else, do yourself and your partner a, a service and talk Ex- about it first. Yeah, express those feelings to them. And if you guys do need to take a break where you both understand that you might be seeing other people or you need to go to couples counseling or you need to try having an open relationship. Like there's so many other options before cheating. For example, breaking up with somebody. Yeah. Completely agree. Completely like, agree. I, I, yeah. I just, I don't know. It, 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 it felt like it was so cavalier the way she treated it, like yeah. Mac, and yeah. even Cooper, like and Cooper. 
the other thing about Cooper that I really struggled with is I wasn't attracted to him. Neither was I. And it's nothing to do with who he is as, as like a character, I guess, in the sense of like, he he's was, not rich or anything he, like that. That was not the problem. No, the problem no, 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 was no. is that I was so was irritated with, yes, I was so irritated was, with him as a character. Douchey. He yeah. wasn't just like assholey he was douchey this almost felt like and this is gonna sound weird maybe but this almost felt like their relationship to me as i read it whenever she would go to him to be like i need somebody to be nice to me sam and ronnie from jersey shore because oh i don't really watch the jersey shore first of all fucking shame sorry it it gave me sam and ronnie energy a little bit for me i I mean it didn't give me a specific character Mm -hmm. but it gave me this idea that like this is the first guy that's been nice to her. Yeah. And that she's grown up with like with Preston's and it's well, like and like that doesn't mean that he's good to you. I'm sorry. That was what it was. I was like he's not good to you just because yeah. he's like, "Oh, you bought a hotel." Yeah. Like, "Oh, it, he was happy that you well, bought a hotel and did something on your own." That's the fucking bar is so yeah, low. Holy bare, shit. Bare fucking minimum. Yeah. But also like with the Preston thing, I think this is also part of why I like don't like Mac is like because she when when she does break up with, or not when she does break up with person when she when he when she shows him the hotel and he has his like fucking freak out yeah and she's like I he always said it in a teasing voice so I thought he was joking and I said Queen if any guy ever said that shit to me I would not think he was joking no and I agree I why agree you, why do you joke about a future plan like that no like, absolutely what, why would you ever joke about that there were. Other things that I had some issue with outside of the main couple, um, I think one of the biggest things that I had an issue with is it seemed like her relationship with her roommate, Holly, right? Bonnie. Bonnie. Close enough. Um, Mm -hmm. Close enough, girl. Bonnie is there, and then midway through the book, yes. she is just fucking she just gone. Control all delete. She is gone. And I was like, I don't like, know if this is an L thing, like if this is her as a writer or something. But well, if, if, I do know that people do have criticisms that her book seems her books just in general they aren't very like feminist icons. Yeah, yeah and I've seen out, that quite like, a bit. But like, Ooh, also shit. Ooh, shit. sometimes, like, don't get me wrong. This a husband's regret. That is not a feminist read. I'm not re- oh, like no. I was telling it to Bridie. I was like. This is like when you want to be a smooth brain girly. Like, you read these books because they're fun, not because they're, you know, showing this incredible rhetoric about like female empowerment. And that's fine if it gives you the ick. That's fine. Yeah. Like, if that gives you the ick, that gives you the ick. There's nothing to mm-hmm. say against that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I just like, I feel like it's kind of my pie thing. Your pie thing. About like you need two whole pies. Not oh yes, steal another totally. piece of somebody else's pie. Totally. And they gave me big like. I mean, where they each only had like a sliver left. Well, and let's not even like. I will. We'll get into his mom in just yeah. a minute because I have some shit about his mom that I was like, this is very L esque. Like it definitely mm-hmm. has the same building blocks of the of the the off campus Briar U series. I think the biggest thing in terms of Cooper for me is I just kept coming back to the idea where I'm like, this guy really to me isn't it like no he really was the bar is so low you could fucking step over it kind of energy yeah and i know that preston is not a good character and he's not he's not right for mac but when i looked at cooper i was like is cooper even a good fit for mac like like and not that i feel like mac like i don't know mac was not my favorite either but like not that i feel like mac doesn't deserve the utmost happiness but again i just keep coming back to those things 
couple's happiness. I just don't think it's with each other. I just kept coming back to the idea where I'm like, you are literally just allow being like, this guy is so nice because he complimented you on buying a hotel and because he he treated you better. Like a ripped bod, you would not like Queen. You do not give me the the idea that you would have let that sway you literally at all. Which I get it. Attraction is attraction. But at the same time, I feel like like the amount of time, like very rarely does she talk, does Mac and her POV talk about his personality as a merit to why she likes him. Uh, agree. And it's you know only, what? It's only how he made her feel good about herself. Yeah. Or he was hot. It Like the way that she, the way that she was just seemed so, okay. So this kind of goes back to when she was having the conversation with Preston and he said right. that shit about the teacher is that she only saw, started to see his flaws when he was attacking her. Not yeah. the general populace. And so her motives seem very selfish to me. And I think the biggest thing that I also have an issue with is it's like, again, once you get to the end of this story, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, we all knew the whole idea that this like was a, a bet. Is it a bet or is it just it's a, a like, challenge. it's a revenge, it's a revenge thing, right? I mean, it's a revenge, not fantasy, but it's a revenge thing for mm-hmm. Cooper because Preston gets him fired. Now, yeah. I love that kind of storyline. I've always loved that kind of storyline. It's just in this case, it unfolds in a very typical way. One of his friends spills the beans. You know, that's very, especially it's the jealous girl that was like that he was with at one point. Um, So very common. What I ended up taking issue with in that moment is right before they have that big blow up where they break Mm -hmm. up. They have a mini fight because what happens is, for anybody who didn't read the book and just wanted to hear us talk about it, what happened was you have Mac, Cooper, and then Cooper's twin. Um, They all have a birthday, like literally a day apart because like Evan and Cooper obviously twins. And then Mac is literally like a a day earlier or a day later. I can't remember. So they go to have a birthday party. And at the birthday party, um, right as they're getting ready, Mac and Cooper have a fight. And they're like a weird fight. And when I was reading it, it was an uncomfortable kind of fight where I was like, this makes me think you guys are not going to end up together. And then eventually they have the bonfire and that's when it all comes out. And then they break up, which like makes sense. But again, I'm just like, why do you guys constantly fight? Why the fuck are you constantly fighting? Self says that. Mac points it out and is like, that's another tick against us. And I'm like, girl, read the room. Like, I get, I, I don't know. I mean, I was more invested. I was honestly more invested in the, like, what's up with Evan drinking plot. Oh, I actually am very invested in some of the other storylines. Like, like Alana. Yeah, her name's Genevieve, right? Yeah, Genevieve, Genevieve and Genevieve, Evan. Genevieve, which is the next book. So I, I'm excited yeah. for that. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I still, Genevieve's like, going like, to be in it. I don't think huh? it's going to be a Genevieve at all in it. Yeah, that's what the back says. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm positive, dude. On Goodreads, hold on. Because I thought it didn't say anything about Genevieve yet. I didn't think there was any, like, uh... I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, you're right. Genevieve West. Yeah. Yeah. And Evan, okay, so yeah, fair yeah, enough. So it's, so it's like the ex, it's the like old fling, you know. So my uh, my actual, the two that I'm actually curious about are Alana and Tate, because Alana <gasps> and Tate have such chemistry. Do, he gives me like Dean, Logan, yeah. like Garrett, Playboy vibes. Yeah, and the like, thing about just, Tate. Like, not like dated asshole vibes. Right, the thing about Tate too at the end of this book is Alana gets a comment about it and Alana's like, I'm not 
doing anything with him i'm like oh alana girl you are gonna be yeah. my girl you're gonna yeah. be that girl that like doesn't when want him but he's gonna like charm has, you when they have lunch with mac like alana and stuff they have yeah. lunch with mac and they're like tate they're like you're on again off again with tate or whatever she's like no no no, i'm done i'm done with that yeah yeah and totally said, are you bitch i'm actually are you? i'm intrigued about evan as well um yeah. i just like he's giving he's giving for i mean we're just gonna compare it to what we know dean in what is it your favorite one my favorite's the mistake but that's besides the no, point. no 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 not dean de Laurentiis. oh dean in lj shen stuff yes what the fuck is his book's name oh his book ruckus, is ruckus, ruckus. ruckus yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah it's giving that it's giving like the aggressive drinking like yeah why in the fuck do i like those the most um <laughs> I- I don't know what to sell you. Ooh, I don't like that for me. Uh, let's, we can unpack that after. <laughs> we can we can go to therapy for that one. Um, but yeah. go around on that, I guess. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, overall, I do like, again, I, I, I harped on this book a lot lately, but mm-hmm. I think overall in terms of the writing style, it feels very similar to um, her normal thing. I wrote even in my review of it, I was like, I didn't connect as much to the characters as I wanted to. And I think that was the biggest thing. Um, The plot was fine. Um, I didn't like a lot of the back and forth, like I said. But I still feel like the same stuff that Elle normally puts in there, the broken homes, how the characters are kind of very strong people figuring out life. Those are are things that I still like about the story because I do think that, like, Mac is very genius for the things that she, like, the the app that she creates, the websites, like, she I has just, made her entire life where she could have literally just been a debutante. Yeah. And she's like, I want to be a strong businesswoman. Yeah, like, I respected her. Yeah. I just her, didn't like her as a character. Her choices. Yeah, I didn't like her choice as a character. Mm-hmm. I think the hotel thing is cool. And I don't think yeah. they flesh that out nearly enough. Um, yeah, I, I would have, like, in my... Okay. Obviously, I get it. If he's the bad boy, whatever. But in my, like perfect world what i would have rather have seen was former rich girl she had already dropped out of college freshly broken up with her boyfriend freshly bought this hotel her life's kind of in that january andrews point where it's like everything's fucked up he hires the uncle the uncle has cooper to take more role take point on this construction project yeah and that to me is more of a regular romance like a work thing bad boy romance kind of situation and i think part of the challenge here too is her characters are too young for that storyline yeah and you know that's the challenge that you run Mm -hmm. into when you write college is sometimes you can't do like that's standard romance. Like the girl character is twenty five and buying a hotel and doing the things. Like you said, like January jo- January Jones. That's not her name. January I do Andrews. That every time. Why every do I do Jones? Like, What's Jones? She's a famous actress. January Thank Jones. You. Thank she you. Was, she was Mad Men. She was. Right. Um, she's Bet- a blonde. Betty, Betty Draper. Yes, Betty and Draper. you know what? And she's um also the Ice Girl. In, that's probably why I think X-Men. that. That's probably why I think that January is a blonde. Sometimes when I think no, about her. No, I know she's a brunette. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that sometimes I I envision her as a blonde probably because of January Jones because she's a blonde. Mm -hmm. Regardless, um, I think I agree with you. I think that plot would have been – I would have liked that plot better. And had we had gotten that – again, the hotel feels weird. As I think about it more and more, I'm like, what about that hotel had significance other than that it incorporated her – her his family getting business which is important right him getting business which is important mm-hmm. but like outside of her character getting stronger as a character and being yeah. more of a an adult and being out of her parents mm-hmm. wing 
what else did that hotel do? Why was that a necessary plot yeah. point? Yeah, no, I do. I agree. I agree. It like it felt weird. Yeah, it's. I just, I just think the hotel. It was almost like it was plucked from a different storyline. Like this it overall like, it, felt like, like hotel plots put the together. Hotel thing <laughs> felt way more. It happened one summer. Yeah, I honestly feel almost like almost what I thought this book was going to be, which more. I kind of would have liked better. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Um, yeah, the because I do think Elle is a talented writer, and I do think she could oh, yeah. write that sort of story. I just, but like, I get that college is her comfort. I so, kind of wish she would go out of college at this point. I, yeah, I think I think she would do very well with because, and maybe maybe that's the direction this is trying to go in. Because Avalon yeah. Bay as a whole, it's not Garnet College. You know what I mean? That's not what the mm-hmm. series is called. It's called Avalon Bay, and obviously this yeah. is in the vein of these are kids that are college age. I just yeah. feel like I feel like this book was written, and it was written after, or maybe I don't know. It feels almost as if it was written after the hype that the deal and all of them got and it was just like well I need to have another good college book to go along with my writing style and I just kind of wish she would have written older I wish she would have written Mac as a 23 year old CEO instead of a 19 year old CEO which is really fucking cool but I just wish that she would have been older like post-grad situation exactly where it's where he doesn't have to college like right he doesn't have to she doesn't have to figure out too much and like Cooper can still Mm -hmm. be that kind of like bad boy yes without being necessarily like this 19 year old douchebag which by the way that fit for a 19 year old i guess 21 he was 21 um that still kind of fits but at the same time it was like this still was just it wasn't it it for me it it's like it's i feel like i think what it is too is that if any of my friends told me about this guy the way that we are told about him in this book. I would say run. I, I would, would say I would, run. Get the fuck out of Like I if I like, called you up and go, him. let me tell you about this guy. You would be like, I would, Nicole, I would literally you're a be like, fucking idiot. I love you and I want your happiness, but this is a bad choice. This is a bad decision. And like, d- don't get me wrong. Like I like the sex scenes. Yeah. Like I, you know, I, 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 I think the, the thing that really just let the book down for me was that I was so invested in everybody, but the main characters. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt too. That's what I actually said in my review. Was like I was actually more invested in what was going on with the other characters, yeah. the side characters. That's why I will pick up the next book is because yes, I exactly I do same. want to know what's going to happen. Like I liked I, Evan because I don't think it's an author thing. No. It's kind of in the same way that I think Interview with a Vampire is really good, but you told me that one Anne Rice book was just the worst thing you've ever read. It in your was life. because it was anybody who recommends that book's a liar. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> if you really want it's dirty, that, dirty, that dirty, same, <laughs> it's that same sort of thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Where uh-huh. I'm like. Well, you know, and again, has, again, I think about Evan because like Evan every, is such a good comparison. Everybody has a crown of midnight, you know. <laughs> oh, I love her so much. It's so bad. It's not horrible. It's just it's not, not the best. Horrible. It's, like, it's the weakest. The worst one. It is notably the weakest, <laughs> and that's surprising because Frost and Starlight has no business not being called the weakest, and it still well, listen, isn't the weakest. On Frost and Starlight, but I was like, if you if you think you've never enjoyed the holiday specials on Bob's Burgers, oh no, you're wrong. You have you're no wrong. Room to talk. If you think no you didn't love the talk. Downton Abbey holiday specials, you're yeah. wrong. <laughs> you never watched the special holiday episode of Star Trek. Where- oh, Star Wars! God damn it! <laughs> Where nothing wrong has ever happened. Right. You're a fucking liar. That's you're, what Frost. Yeah. 
That's what Frost yeah. and Starlight is. Yeah, Frost and Starlight is like is like the short story. Right. It's Frost and Starlight. But that's is like in theory, fanfic. that should have been that should have been the 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 weakest quote unquote in the lineup, and it's not. <laughs> no, because that's the first one you get everybody's. POVs. I know, I know, and so that's good. the funny thing about anyway. Um, anyway, this is not <laughs> my other thing that I was gonna say is really I every, I come back to Evan time and time again because I yeah. do feel like. Evan's character is so unique. Maybe not yeah. unique is the best word, but definitely diverse from yeah. from Cooper. And the reason being, not only does Evan have these drug problems, you can see when his mom comes back into town, which, by the way, the whole mom scene was very on point for Elle. The mom taking the money and all that shit. Very she, Elle she Kennedy. Loves a <laughs> oh, loves, loves a shitty parent. A shitty parent. Loves a shitty parent. Um, Evan wanting to, like, have a relationship with his mom brought out this other side of Evan that I really wanted and I was really yeah. glad to see towards the very end. Um I am kind of curious to see like you said like Genevieve how that's going to work. Um I also think the other thing about Cooper that I really really fucking did not like is at the very end yes he apologizes to Heidi because Heidi's like dude part of the reason why like this is pissing me off is because we were hooking up one you time and then and you dry. literally said yeah. nothing to me. You yeah. just started you went acting. Yeah, you just started acting yeah. differently. And I didn't ask for that. And I felt bad for Heidi. Like, Heidi was yeah. the the typical shitty girl that we don't like. Mm-hmm. But at the same time... That's the one thing I would say is that we were talking about how she, like, lets down her other female side characters. But yeah. at the same time, she did let Heidi have the, like, no, fuck you. This is not just a me thing. This is a you thing. I'm just not, I'm not just crazy. You were a douche canoe. Which is another reason... Why he's unhealthy for Mac. I agree. And you know, the thing is, is I really hope that in the other books, when he, when you see them interacting, yes, because like at the end of, this is the other thing, the ending, very anticlimactic for me. Very anticlimactic. And here's the thing. Yes. Message into whatever the fuck the site was called. His grand gesture. Yes. His grand gesture. Boyfriend fails. I love grand gestures. Okay. I would just like to say. This this boyfriend fails is just okay. She rate dog. She raised dogs. Agreed. It is it is just that. I mean, even even down to the to the girl. So like the girl who runs she rates dogs. Her name is Michaela Oakland. Um, my mom actually knows her dad. They are friends. Wow. Um, which is kind of oh, isn't that fun? So yeah. every time she's on a podcast, I was like, I'm like six degrees of separation from anybody that she now interviews, which right. was two hot takes. And I was like, <gasps> right, because <laughs> you know my fave, yeah. my fave. Um. But it's the same thing. I'm pretty sure she, like, either finished or left U of M. Sure. To go and run this, like, very successful thing called She Rates Dogs, which is literally just girls sending in, like, horrible men. <laughs> and it is, it is like, it is exactly that. It is exactly that. I don't know. It's just, like, they're. Ju- I also think, like, a little bit back to the Evan thing. Okay, apparently we are Evan stands, so watch out for bad girl reputation. <laughs> I th- I feel like if he disappoints me, I'm gonna just fucking be done. No, not actually, cause Tate, but like still, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like oh, but unless the next guy. Um, well, like okay, so let's see. If I she think- does a four, if she does four yeah. books, four yeah. or five books, it's probably going to be Mac, Genevieve, mm-hmm. Alana, Steph, and then Heidi. Maybe yeah. Heidi may is a maybe. I don't know if Heidi's gonna on get how a book. She fleshes out in the other books. How could, you see her from the other girl's perspective. Could Steph and Heidi hook up? I would be okay with that. <laughs> I would be into that. I would be into that. And that would yeah. be great because she's written some gay works before. Yeah. 
I believe. Yeah, and him, him yeah and which I is, I, which I know is actually MM. So, but I would like to see yeah. some FF, you know, like that'd be yeah. nice. Yeah. Um, Just more queer romance. Yes, from exactly. From the Kindle Unlimited sphere. Which would be, yeah, which would be nice. Um, I do. The other beef I have with Cooper in regards to Evan. God, we really did brother, not like this man. <laughs> no, no, we really did not stand Cooper. Like I would, if this man tried to talk to me, I'd be like, get the, get out of my yeah, face. Yeah, totally. I do not care. The like, sex was okay, I guess. It yeah. was okay to read. <laughs> wow. Reviews, the sex was okay. <laughs> like, it was hot. It was hot because they're hot. Get it. Like. Yeah, but even some of the sex stuff, I was like. <laughs> I think, okay. Here. Okay. So for, two, two thoughts. Two thoughts. Oh my god. I do I don't think there was enough. No, in not the enough. Sex scenes, I was like, you I like I was listening to it and I'm like, what? It's over? Like, just, just like that. Her. Just pound her and call it a day, please. Because I'm tired. Yeah, like it, yeah. <laughs> but okay, so my th- my beef with Cooper in regards to Evan is that I'm like, your brother is clearly having a fucking crisis. And you're not helping. You're not helping. You are instead like choosing to chase for lack of a better term, chase tail. Yes. Like you you are you are for going like your brother is clearly hurting and instead you are going off and you are trying to get a girl which is all well and good but you also need to take the time to like I will look also say brother. I was surprised and I'm sure this is going to come up in the next book I was surprised that it didn't come up that Mac is hiding the fact that Evan him. that she helped Evan I'm yeah. I'm genuinely and surprised that didn't come up it. yeah I'm surprised it didn't come I up I thought yet. that was going to be much bigger yeah because I was like oh this is going to add fuel to the fire because he lies to her she lies to him like this is like part of the another reason why I think they're a horrible couple not yeah. that you don't have to lie like you shouldn't lie to your partner you really shouldn't mm-hmm. but I know that there are plenty of people that have lied to their partners whether yeah, it's to be like, like I need like, an extra like, couple of minutes to not have to be around you or whatever the fuck yeah. it is people like, need their space or like selectively telling somebody like not telling somebody something because they, you don't want to hurt them like, but it's like it. all of those things are culminated against them as a couple that I just am yeah. like I'm so I, I just cannot with the two of them um I really 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 hope that else saves them in the next story yeah because i don't like, want to be hating them work. they do and that's why i was so shocked that it ended and the fact of the matter is this is what i was trying to say earlier the end of this book ends so abruptly they break up he does his grand gesture and then she goes and sees him on the pier they hug they kiss and then that's the end of the book and i was like there's Which no fucking like, epilogue where's, where's the there's no yeah, fucking the anything i was like was this one of those weird not i mean i saw somebody on tiktok talk about a romance book with a happily ever after or a happily ever after possibility and how if they have a book where it's not necessarily happily ever after but there's a possibility of it in the epilogue mm-hmm. it's not a romance book and yeah. i agree because here's the no, deal romance books like nobody wants to read a romance book where the couple breaks up and it's right. like for the better that's fiction bitch right that's say, fiction. say what you will about the goddamn baby tropes i know many 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 people do not like a baby trope i love a baby trope I, love it. I also love a baby trope. Baby trope. I love like, a baby trope, and we are we will be. Do not come near me with a fetus. No, me. But like, but me like, at least right not for the time being. Yeah, but I love I a baby like trope, it. and the epilogue, yeah. fucking chef's kiss. Like I love it. Yeah. Say what you will about that. However, that makes me feel more confident in the couple by the end of the story. I don't right. really like reading a book that's promoted as romance and then it being kind of like this 
turmoil. And maybe mm-hmm. again, I'm also projecting because my relationship was ending when I was reading this book. Well, I, However, I agree, this. I agree with this though. Cause like, okay. So just to br- bring it back to what I was talking about in the beginning, yeah. when I was reading that fucking husband's regret, I mean, he was really shitty to her. Yeah. He was mean and he said some cruel things like right. whatever she in does. In fact, I mean, bitches, let's be real. Nobody cares if we spoil this shit right now. Like no. if you don't want to, if you don't want me to spoil husband's regret, <laughs> Sorry about it. It's happening here. It's happening skip right a, now. Skip ahead skip if, you, if want. you want. <laughs> skip ahead if you want. He, she divorces him. Good for she her. Legi- she divorces him and is like, you need to, like, I love you. Mm-hmm. But what this, this as it is now no. is unfixable. Why can't we can't just stay here and try and fix it right now. So she divorces him. And good then for her. he basically goes and he's like, I want to take you on a date. I want to try and start over. And she oh, lives good. She, she gets a different apartment they live separately. And then the epilogue, like they, they decide to like, you know, see each other again. It's like very, you know, and so then the epilogue is like four months later, which, cause of course they, they had been together for whatever they, he takes her back to their vacation house. And he's like, I know this place had really bad memories for you. A lot to do with me. I want to replace them with good memories. And he proposes to her. I like that. And here's another reason why I think this nice. is really important. Oh, wait, wait, no, no, no. That's the end of the book. And then there's another epilogue. Oh, good. Where where I think they have, they're, they're having another kid and she tells him. So it starts with her telling him the first time about the baby and he freaks out. It literally starts during the conversation when he's like, what? Right. What? And then the last conversation is her being like, I'm pregnant. He's like, oh, really? Like, okay. That's great. I love that. And listen, great, I think that there are a lot of people that love this type of book, this type of the Al Kennedy's writing, this type that mm-hmm. is is like this Al Kennedy book. Because I, I know that that Darlene Venom book is similar. In the way yeah. that it finishes, in the way that they like are tumultuous and and have horrible, they have a horrible breakup. Horrible. They're, ter- they're, they're terrible. They're terrible. But they have this like come together moment. Here's the thing that I, the reason why I like. In fucking. The Parker Huntington book, Devious Lies, same yes. thing. Well, I mean, Parker yeah. Huntington also wrote Darling. Right, right. No, I know. I know. Um, but it was like the exact same thing where I was like, these two are not good for each other. What could Parker S. Huntington be? L. Wait. <laughs> Things to consider. Wait, Things they're managed by the same PR company. She already has one alias name under Aaron Watts. Right. Could she have another? She hasn't put out books that frequently. No, it's like once a year, maybe. Could it be L? <laughs> okay. Anyway, you, you did that. You I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You made that face at me. I wouldn't look here and I wouldn't turn around. Even though there's a wall behind me. I was like, oh I was like there's a ghost behind me and Nicole's seeing it. My blood just like ran. So sorry. I have a ghost story for you later, by the way. Um, So here's um, the thing. The thing that I wanted to mention is like, yeah. if you like this kind of L, the story that Elle's writing here, if you like the kind of Parker S. Huntington story, that's fine. My, my oh, thing, my biggest beef with that kind of storyline is that I feel like reality of the world I try to escape reality when I'm reading romance. Mm -hmm. And I think the reality of the world is a lot of women stay these relationships with men because they feel like they have to. And I won't Mm -hmm. say that everyone's like that. I will just say from my experience, I felt that there was this need to fix things when things were so horribly wrong. There's nothing wrong with that. I have, I think, like I said, relationships take work, but there are things that happen in relationships like people lying or constantly yeah. omitting the truth or things that are just very much blatantly not okay. And lots of times 
again, in personal experience only, men will genuinely fix it for a couple of weeks and then revert back to the same fucking thing. And I'm just so not okay with reading that in a romance book because I I use the romance book to escape Mm -hmm. to read a man that's not attainable. (laughs) So, okay. Ow, fuck. Ow. One of my favorite things is reading... um, I, I follow this account on Instagram. Honestly, 10 out of 10 recommend. It's called like reddit.updates2.0. Oh, yes. We talked about this last episode, I'm pretty sure. Did we? A little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Okay. I have literally, I first of all, I can't stop reading them. And it's, I read so many bad relationship stories where the girl's like, I've been dating him for this long, but like, she's like, you all helped me see that he was like emotionally abusive. Yes. And it's that same sort of vibe where I'm like, I honestly, okay. If I hadn't read other Al Kennedy books, I don't know if I would be critiquing this as harshly. No, I don't think I would be either because I'd be I like, this think- would be my first introduction to it. Yeah, I would be, be like, like okay, you know, it's it it like it. You would know, it still get the same rating, probably. Probably, but I wouldn't be critiquing it like speaking about it as harshly. Yeah, because again, like, we've heard characters from Al that are just so much better. Because I have nine other Al Kennedy books that I love for the most part. What's the, like oh, some, the legacy. The legacy is the last one. Yeah. Which, like, even though it wasn't perfect, I still really enjoyed it. Right. You know? I, I just feel also, like Also, I know that we've only covered on this podcast two of the books from I, now. It's so bad. It's so... Yeah. We understand that we've only done that. However, we've talked about the other books enough that I feel like you guys understand. So. Yeah. Yeah, we do. We are... We are... You know, we're we've covered our two favorites, it. and that's basically we it. have this. <laughs> what we did, we covered the deal and we covered the mistake, and that's all that you need to know. That's all that you all needed to know. know. Everybody else is yeah. fine. These guys were just the best. But I do, yeah. I, 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 the one thing I'll say is that I fucking love the cover. The covers are good. Cover also, is this gorgeous. is this is a Saint Martin's Griffin book, and I just want to say that I just realized yesterday, Red, White, and Royal Blue is published by Saint Martin's Griffin. Is it really? Yes, I just found that out. I thought it was Berkeley. Yeah, me too. I also thought it was Berkeley. I know. And I get so many arcs from St. Martin's Griffin. They're such a great, they have such great romance books. I mean, they published the Virginia Heath, Never Fall for Your Fiance. They've published, um, obviously, this book. Um, there's a couple others that I have. Obviously, Avon is my my go-to for getting arcs from somebody. I, girl. I know. Somehow, you yeah. have a very low percentage on on that galley and you get all the fucking berkeley books well some exceptions right but still yeah. you get all the berkeley books i get denied i don't, I don't, get, I don't get like i don't get like the berkeley big players like i didn't no. get book lovers which Actually, is I ironically I, I think i'm still pending on book lovers well the ironic thing about these about berkeley i don't know how they're picking them for net galley i always wonder because there are some people where i'm like okay they have huge followings so i feel yeah. like that's why they're getting the berkeley stuff but then there's other well, the times where time, i'm like i'm on, they're the, random. We're on the email list i know we could actually they you can download them if they send them to you i just realized that the other day i didn't realize oh, yeah, that no i i've been downloading them for i had not known that i thought you had to sign up and then they were going to send it to no, you maybe. i'm a dumbass read the full email nicole jesus yeah. christ anyway yeah for um, those who don't know we do get emails from for reviews from the berkeley yeah and i i really should sign up for a lot more but i'm so behind on everything so uh, not the point overall mm-hmm. final thoughts for me I will read the next one because I do like the setting. I think that's another big thing that I didn't talk about was that the setting at the beach town, North Carolina. Like, oh, I also I really, loved it. Now that now that I've been to the south, yeah, the South Carolina, I was picturing that kind of yeah. And I, and I do. I've always said, is it South Carolina? I way, thought it was North Carolina. Well, but the Carolinas, you know. Oh, okay, that, yeah. Like, 
same energy ish. Yeah. Um, same energy to a Michigander. We'll yeah, for like sure. That. Um, it definitely like I've always said like if I'm gonna live in a small town, it has to be a coastal city or a I totally town. agree. Like I couldn't, I could never live in like inland. that's kind of how I town. want like to approach like Grand Haven and yeah holland and right. stuff in michigan I, like i would love to live in an along for the ride city colby sign me the yeah. fuck up sign yeah, me exactly. the fuck up for colby also I like, I along for like the ride comes one. out this week does it really i believe so i think it's the end of this week oh my god that's so soon i think it's the end of this I week i was so like excited. months away no i think it's saturday it was so a friday so i think i'm also, really i would just like to say big fan of the percy jackson casting oh such i'm so excited i'm so excited he looks like he actually looks like a child which is great he's he's perfect he is a child but you know and then hopefully by the time they get up to the later books, he'll be old enough to play like older a person. Year to if they they'd be fucking cowards if they don't cast Logan Lerman as Poseidon. Fucking oh no, he, he would be perfect right now with the look he's oh, got, that kind of gray. <laughs> okay 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 well any all i gave this book a 3.5 out of 5 um i i feel like that is a generous I gave it a offer three out of, i gave it a three out of five um this was a generous offer on my behalf uh and i did give it a little bit more because there were times where like i definitely because i listened to a lot of this book there were times where i felt more I compelled to read it than was voice actor who did cooper's chapter right i, I was like oh. i was like daddy yes okay <laughs> i was actually really impressed because of the fact yeah. if you guys wanted to listen to it it is it is available on script um the girl who plays mac lovely voice thinks she did great yeah. cooper takes the cake <laughs> oh my god every every time it was a mac chapter she's doing his voice i was like <laughs> i was like Can't- okay so here's my favorite thing also, speaking of voice acting um why the fuck did they yassify reese okay I haven't have listened, listened to it. I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> he's like, he's like, there you are. I've been, I was like, ah! why? So why wasn't Christian Bale cast? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> question. I know. Good. Good night, nurse. If he was cast as Reese, I good night, nurse as the voice for it. Oh my just God, the voice, just right? Right. I still maintain that all good fantasy books should be made into animes instead of <laughs> live action. I think it'd be a great idea. I think it's a good idea. Me, Reese. <gasps> I don't even want to. I just want to be. I'm done. I'm done. My chits. My tits. <laughs> my jits. Um, okay. So three out of five for me. Three out of five. Yes. Uh, 3.5 out of five for me. Three out of five three. for you. Yeah. Um, we're going to read the next one. We'll cover it. Maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Um, it is not to say. I mean, I feel like we say this for almost every single book. Where we have a bad. Yeah. Where we this have a bad critique. Yeah, like, like I mean, I said it with, I even said it with Crave, and we know how I fucking feel about Crave. I still won't Crave, read it because of that reason. Crave is for somebody. <laughs> Crave is for somebody. That somebody is just not me. Right. Well, Celia, mm-hmm. you picked you picked a book. You picked a book that got us talking. <laughs> you did, which is important. It's important. And I feel I feel bad. I do too. There is a part of me that feels bad that I did not like this book when I am the one who got you to read the Al Kennedy book. Well, also, I feel bad because we it's your book our... that you picked, and yeah. like you're a Patreon supporter. Not only are you our but friend, at the same time I know you in real life, so it makes me feel better. Yeah, it's if a little bit easier. Else, if it was anybody else, like... Karina, when you, when we pick your book, girl, I'm not telling you how I actually feel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will. I know you I will. <laughs> I know it's Karina. Like, but like yeah. anybody else who's on the list, yeah. who's like at that ten dollar, like, I, I would never, I would never want to hurt somebody's feelings about a book that they loved. Agree. And like, and like, yeah, and obviously, like, 
there were there were good things about this book and there were bad things about this book and if you like it like by all means i think i'm just too much of a soft little flower for a guy like cooper i think so too i'm the same way too much of a girl's girl for a girl like mac does that make sense totally yeah so i don't know love the cover design yeah i did too and i think overall um it's just a really cool story lj shen had a quote on the back i did they're friends plot thickens <laughs> plot thickens mm-hmm. um what was i gonna fan pick book that's who i have to select mm-hmm. off so up next karina let us know what book you want bitch you're up next so you tell us girl what you want also this is the first time i'm actually seeing your last name karina so <laughs> i never known what your last name is until now hold on. um <laughs> hold on hold on hold on don't look it up because people are gonna look up her shit um i'm looking it up yes but i mean don't that is not i'm not gonna lie that's not what i thought Uh -uh. (laughs) i don't know what i thought your last name was gonna be that wasn't it but i like it (laughs) we're living the dream agreed duolingo has really been hustling to try and get me to start practicing my japanese again and i just don't know if i have it in me oh my god i also did like a quick read of pestilence Uh uh-huh (gasps) <gasps> yeah 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 uh-huh. yeah 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 <laughs> big time yeah uh-huh 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 that move. um okay well overall you guys uh we'll have another episode next week and update with updates with updates yeah. so stop honestly <laughs> leave your best fan theory about what next episode's gonna be about <laughs> On our Instagram. DM us your best theory. <laughs> DM um, us I your think, best theory. I think given the current state of things, you can probably figure it out. <laughs> DM us your best update. Um, That's fucking what? stupid. DM us your best guess. DM what? Your best best theory. Probably iOS 13. <laughs> You're such an idiot. I love you. <laughs> I'm... It's okay. Do you ever have no you don't? You've had somebody love you. Okay. Do you ever have <laughs> I have, sorry. I have moments where I go, how is anybody ever going? <laughs> I mean, you guys didn't even see the face I just made with that. It was really good. <laughs> it was like the fuckboy like lip pointing bite the or lip pointing like finger pointing like bite the lip like a hand shaking, lip quaking. Hearts are breaking. They're breaking when you get. What I don't know the fucking words. I'm just singing things that rhyme. All right, we gotta wrap this yes, up. We gotta wrap it up. Wrap soul. it up. Go around. Go around. Go around. Go around. It's the one thing on my mind. Joe, Nick, go around. Kevin, what about Kevin? <laughs> so, okay, listen. The Kevin, if you were when you were young. If you were a Kevin Gurley or a Louis Gurley, are you gay now? Because I maintain that. I was talking to a friend recently. <laughs> oh, a new friend. A new friend. And she was a Louis Stan and she's like, and now I'm a lesbian. Oh. And she has said that. And I also heard that recently on another podcast, that that's a thing. That is a thing. I am also a Louis Stan. But here's the thing. Or I was a Louis Stan. He's also very yeah. good in, in person. Um, I forgot you went to his show. I... He, he, you can really see how much of One Direction's music he wrote. 
based on his current mm-hmm. music. The same way you can tell with Harry's. You know what I mean? Like there's certain stuff where you're like, this this here has this energy, regardless. Yeah. Um we didn't even talk about the Harry Shania thing. Listen. I don't even know she, how to explain how much I really just wanted to be with them in that moment. When she <laughs> ran her hand down his torso. That was it for looked, me. And he looked down like he was like, why am I attracted to this? That was his face. Him saying you you were one. This is just so great. Him saying <gasps> that like. how to say. Yes. And I literally sat there and I went, oh my God, queen, same life experience. Because uh-huh. that is exactly what I did with my mom was listen to Shania yeah. Twain in the car. I also would like to make a song wreck to the people. Um, I found a cover by this artist. They're a group. They're called Lake Street Drive. Okay. Did you ever listen to the Tramp Stamps like I asked you to? Negatory Space Cowboy. Oh my I god. Not. Listen to them for me so I can um, not, so I can talk about this with somebody else. I just want to. Okay. Two. Two. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw out two songs right now. Um, the first one is called. Well, actually, this this first one is by an artist called Dylan. Two songs that I want to mention from them. Someone else. I literally can't stop listening to. Also, they have a song called "You're Not Harry Styles." Nice. Which is literally about knocking guys down a peg when they think they're hot shit. <gasps> oh my god! It's fact. So so good. But the other one is by Lake Street Drive, and I literally, when I say I can't stop listening to the song. Anyway, "Rich Girl" by Lake Street Drive. Those are like the songs that I am throwing out this week. Also, "Boba" by Desi. All right. Well, about being a basic bitch and liking Boba. Let really let that. us do our final mm-hmm. thought there the you know the things yeah. you know what i'm talking uh, about don't forget oh no bookends um yeah bookends you were close final thoughts and bookends to me are so different you were close uh bookends so for the bookends uh may please make sure that you subscribe to our shows and um also don't forget to give us a rating and a review um on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I've been listening to podcasts more on Spotify, but this past mm-hmm. weekend I had to listen to them on Apple Podcasts because I was on a drive and it was just easier. So mm-hmm. please make sure you give us a rating and review on both of those. We don't have a lot of those and we would just love to hear your thoughts about the show. Yeah. So, Yeehaw. Um, we also have a Patreon, as we talked about at the top of the episode. That we have a new patron. Um, it's- Thank you again, Kayla. Yeah. If that's not your name, please tell us how to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> He just more shit, honestly. For real. <laughs> For real. <laughs> um, uh, we have a Patreon. It's patreon.com forward slash lower your volume. Mm-hmm. We would love to see you over there. Um, zip, zap, zap, up, like a mop. Um, social media. We're really fucking bad at it. Uh, we have the job. So that's part of the reason why it's, we're really fucking bad at it. I think that's part it. of why we're bad at it. Yeah. Because none of us want to do it for, for this. I, I mean, we want to. Own. We want to. We really yeah. do. We want to. We just we just can't. Anyway, yeah. we have those. You can follow us. Yeah. And that's actually how you're gonna talk to us quicker, quickest. If you want to talk Instagram. to us immediately, always Instagram. Instagram. We are both always available on Instagram. At lower your volume pod. And if you want to follow our TikToks, we don't create a ton, but there's some funny ass shit out there. And that's mm-hmm. at lower your volume pod as well. And uh, we do have a Twitter account that's at lower pod and a Facebook page that you can like, lower your volume podcast. Mm-hmm. Everything is always linked in the show notes, the description yes. of the episode. So please yes. check it out over there. Oh, also, um, this is just a complete and total side note. I forgot to talk about this at the top. We talked about Once Upon a Broken Heart um, yes. a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, Once yeah. Upon a Broken Heart collection. Just dropped. Yes. Yeah. I am obsessed. Cool. Anyway. Um, and then last but not least, we do have an email. It's lowerpodcast at gmail.com. We also love receiving emails. I love getting I do too. email. 
I did too. You got one the other day where it said, hi, Madison. It was from like a Berkeley thing. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah. I was like, why didn't I get addressed? It was just Madison. No offense to you guys at Berkeley. I don't know why. I think it's because when I like, so like on my net galley, it says like, you know, podcast. And I say that like I co-host this podcast. Yeah, so does mine. But I think yours, I think part of the reason why yours did it was because when we did Siren of Sussex and we were talking with those people. Yeah. It had that name was yeah. associated with that account yeah, now yeah, which yeah. is fine it's totally fine we were like hey can we just like have it on the show right yeah um yeah. yippee-ki-yay last things last um, start little last go but know that your line <laughs> don't forget to talk wordy to me it's been, I it's been so. the- <laughs> oh my god oh my god oh, my ears hurt man I got two hoops and my glasses. Yeah. And these bitches are tight. Anyway, um, don't forget to talk wordy to me. And go book yourself. Um, hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. That's it. Bonsoir. Goodbye. I have to eat and eat. I'm like a fucking baby. Can't even help myself. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not going to lie. I just forgot that I had to be the one to stop it. It's okay. <laughs>